Hey you guys, so I wanted to make a video about Derek Jackson. I think I've seen like every video about it. <sighs> Excuse me. So Derek Jackson is this African American man. He speaks with I don't know know if I should call it a list, but you know when people say like they pronounce their S's like this? Like every time they say like anything with an s they're always <laughs> like he talks like a snake Ooh, yeah and he is a snake that should have been a red flag right there mm-hmm doing all that s -s -s. Mm -hmm. sneaky <laughs> but um anyway he's uh tall dark some might say handsome he's definitely you know he could be viewed as attractive because he's tall and he's dark and he's athletic his face is pretty symmetrical, so you know he's not—he's not ugly. Um, and he is a guy who's been going online for years, saying a lot of things that are pretty much true, as far as basically giving the black woman's perspective, but out of a man's mouth. So, I've seen videos of him on Facebook. I don't know if anyone else does this, but you ever go on Facebook and then watch a video and then instead of just going back to your feed or your timeline or whatever, you just scroll like from the video and then I'll show you random videos that are pretty similar to the video you just saw. Whenever I would do that, somehow, some way, he would pop up on my feed <laughs> and the videos would have nothing to do with him. But he would just pop up like it's like Facebook would think that I would just be a fan of his. And then there would be these two Canadian guys, one's Ethiopian and one I think is Jamaican. And then there'd be this black lady from New York who she's Caribbean. Um, she recently had an argument with Pink Pill. I can't remember any of these people's names, but those would be the main four people, three different YouTubers that. I would always be recommended to watch. And lately, I've been getting a lot of Kevin Samuel videos. I know who he is because a lot of women talk about him and don't really like him. But I've never seen any of his videos. So I don't really know much about him. But from what I've heard about him, I don't need to see a guy like judging women. So I never watched his videos. But I did watch um Derek Jackson's videos because he's been on YouTube for quite some time for a few years and one of his videos that I did like was when he talked about single moms and how it's wrong to judge single moms when you should be judging the absentee parent not the parent that's there raising their kid so I really agreed with that he would talk about infidelity also but I always felt like he was kind of like how can I say, like, I would agree with everything that he was saying, but it was kind of like he was so extreme. Like, he's like, if he cheats on you, then he's been planning to cheat on you, and you should just leave him because he doesn't respect you. And I'm like, yeah, that's true, but I don't know. It just didn't come out sincere. Like, it seemed like he was throwing other other guys under the bus to make himself look better. And I've dealt with that before. Like, I remember there was this one guy that I used to work with, right? He asked me out. So, you know, I'm grown. So I got to ask these guys, are you married? Do you have a girlfriend? 
And he's like, doesn't say anything. So I'm like, hello. And he's like, oh, yeah, I have someone. I just wanted to be honest. I'm like, then why did you even ask me out or whatever? But then afterwards, I talked to him because I, I knew the guy. I was cool with him for a while. So I was like, can you, you know, drive me home because it's late and the trains is about to not be running anymore anyways. And um, we ended up talking and he was like, oh, you know, I'm not like these other guys. You know, a lot of guys are mean. I'm not saying I'm bad. But, you know, I'm nice. <laughs> Trying to play like he's a nice guy. And I'm like, dude, you're trying to cheat on your girlfriend with me. Like, no. But um, we was cool anyway. So he just dropped me off. And, and it was it was all good. It was no issues. But um, he tried to act like he was this really nice guy saying all these sweet things. But mind you, he's in a relationship, probably married. Definitely at least has a girlfriend. But is still trying to talk like he's a super nice guy when he clearly is a scumbag. And that was always the vibe that I would get from Derek, specifically when he would talk about men cheating. But I did believe a lot of things he was saying when it came to other things, just in general, like that you shouldn't criticize women and things like that. I felt like that was true. And I still think well he I still think everything he said was true, but the thing was he was acting like he was better than other men when he was doing the exact same thing as other men. So I never really followed him. Um I never really got into it cuz something about it just seemed inauthentic, but if I could agree with it, you know, I might give him a like or two on Facebook. So that was pretty much that as far as what I knew of him but recently it, Tasha K another YouTuber got an inside scoop from one of his mistresses now he never really put it out there that he was married I know that he did talk about having kids so I knew he had a baby mama I figured that that was his girlfriend and that was another reason why I didn't really follow him because I felt like you know you talking all this but you got a baby mama, so you must not respect black women that much. But I guess I was wrong. He had a wife. <laughs> but I was right at the same time. He didn't respect women. But, um, you know, that whole thing with him cheating, she got the inside scoop from his mistresses that he was cheating. I think it's up to three different women now. Um, all the women were black. And so what I'm believing is that he catered to black women like as a form of pandering so that he could get with black women because that's his type of woman. Most black guys who look like him, they prefer more the racially ambiguous women or the white woman because he's very, very dark and looks very, very black. But I guess he doesn't have self-hate issues, which is pretty unusual. But he definitely is very manipulative. And a lot of the things that he was describing it was basically he was telling on his own self. He's saying, oh, if a guy's cheating on you, he's been cheating on you. He doesn't value you, this, that, and the third. And then that's what he was doing. So it was very weird. And he was always in his car driving. I saw him a few times in his bed. He usually had his shirt off, like always trying to look sexy, you know. And I just didn't find his face very attractive. He kind of looked like Barney. You know what he looks like? He looks like that guy from ESPN. That kind of looked like Barney and was talking about smoking black and mouse. That's who he looks like. So to me, 
I don't think he's very attractive in the face. He's kind of a little bit of a butterface, but I say that in the most respectful way possible because he's not ugly. You know, a lot of women think he's good looking, but when he adds the extra sauce of being that fake nice guy, it makes him even more appealing. Um, he goes from being tall and dark to being tall, dark, and handsome because he's got a nice personality, you know? So I think he kind of learned that if he put a little extra sauce on it, that he could get a little further and get more women, um, by throwing other guys under the bus. That way he could get with those other guys, women, basically. (laughs) So he's pretty ruthless, but, um... You know, and seeing all this being exposed, his wife, he ended up bringing her on camera on his YouTube channel. She came in looking really uh, unkempt, as they say. You know, she came in looking like she rolled out of bed and he was looking all put together and she was not. Um, And that, I believe, was on purpose because he's a manipulator. So I believe he wanted to be like, here, look at my wife. Look at how raggedy she looks. (laughs) This is why I'm cheating. But um, when... She's pretty. She's a very beautiful woman, but she just looked like she rolled out of bed, like she just didn't care. She had a hat on that looked like a bonnet. Everybody thought it was a bonnet. I thought it was a bonnet at first. It looked like one. And she had on, you know, black sweater. It looked like she didn't have a bra on. She just looked like she just was, like, tired, like... Like, why even get, like, you about to be on the World Wide Web. Like, you looking haggard and no makeup, you know, not looking presentable. And she's very pretty. You know, I didn't read any comments where anyone saying she was ugly. She's not an ugly woman. She's a beautiful woman. But she just looked like she gave up, you know. That was the vibe I got when I saw, when I saw her. I was like, wow, she looks like she's really giving up because it's like, what difference does it make? That was the kind of look I was getting from her. And then when I went on to her Instagram, her post, I didn't read them at first. I didn't read them. But her post looked very, like, dark colors. It was a lot of black, red, and white. You know, it was kind of like that old saying, what's black and white and red all over the newspaper or whatever, you know, because there's a lot of murder and stuff. That's how it was looking. Like, it was looking real homicidal. Like, it was looking really negative. Like, white with splashes of black and splashes of red and then words. But then I saw some YouTubers, you know, talk about it and um, read it. And I read it, too. I paused the screen and read it. And, whew, it was really, really dark, you know, talking about... She didn't say it was a threesome, but she's like, oh, I've seen you be penetrated. I know he'll always choose you. So I made it sound like a threesome. And just describing the sex, she's a very excellent writer. She should really try writing professionally because she's very talented at it. But it was her words were haunting and dark and sick. Like it seemed like she needed to speak to a therapist. She seemed very sad, very religious. She talked about her father not being there. She talked about being raped. She talked about um, God. She talked about, you know, not wanting to be on this earth, wanting to get rid of somebody from this earth. She talked about hating 
you know, herself. She talked about being jealous of dark-skinned women. And since her man's preference is black women and most black women are dark-skinned, I think that's why she has this jealousy of dark-skinned women. Um, All the women that I saw that he messed with so far, they were all her complexion. But because he panders to black women and most black women are dark or brown skin around the brown to dark skin skin tone range. That's the majority. I think when he would cheat with dark skin women with the nice bodies, it would make her feel kind of insecure because he maybe that's his preference and that's not her. Um, She said she hated her daughter's dark skin. So she's kind of a little colorist. But I'm wondering, is it because of the jealousy or is it because it seems backwards to her that he would prefer a darker skinned woman over her um or is it both I don't really know you know she's very descriptive on the things that she's seen and experienced but it's a little unclear with totally how she's feeling you can tell she's sad and unhappy but you know, it seems like she needs to go to therapy to really get clarity on exactly what it is that she's thinking. Like, it seems like she has a lot to say, like, like she needs, it seems like she has a lot to unpack, you know? So that's why I'm like, you know, I think she's really going through it. And this infidelity is hard on her. She wants to maintain her relationship. She has children with this man. She's in love with this man. And she's been through a lot. And he has his money. And he has the look that she wants. And he acts nice when he wants to. But he can't be faithful to her. And it hurts her. And um, I've seen a lot of people in the comments talking down to her. And one thing about that is it annoys me in a variety of ways. Because for one thing, I'm really tired of women being fake and phony. Just totally, totally fake and phony. Because I know for a fact that women could talk a good game and be real gangsta when a man is behaving or when they're single or when they're not in love. But once their man starts acting up and really cheating, then you get to really see how gangster and bothered they really are. Are you really going to leave this man that you built a life with? You know what I mean? Like I seen, um, I don't know if it's T or Tamara, which one it is from the talk. One of them twins. She's married to the white guy. She's like, oh, how can a woman stay with a guy who cheats on her? Mind you, this woman worships the ground her husband walks on, talks about he has beautiful feet, he's beautiful, he's amazing. She just loves him. He looks so good, this, that, and the third, and they've been together for so many years. You telling me he cheats on her, she just going to leave him like that? After she's been obsessed with him for all these years, it's easy to say you will leave when you don't have anywhere to go. But when it happens and it really goes down, are you really going to leave where to and how? Especially with a woman like like uh, Derek Jackson's wife, who this woman's not rich. This woman's not famous. If she leaves, what is where is she gonna go? Is she gonna have to apply to public housing? Is she gonna have to move into a woman's shelter with her kids? Is she gonna have to go to court and get child support? 
Is she going to have to um, get spousal support that he's most likely not going to pay either? What is she really going to do to support herself? I'm not saying she'll be nothing without him. But, you know, it might take her a couple of years before she adjusts to be able to live a stable lifestyle without him. You know, and it's easy to say, oh, well, don't depend on a man. But what happens when you have a kid with a man and you want your kid to go to a good school, good public school? I'm not even talking about private school, but you have to pay more taxes and you have to live in a more expensive neighborhood. Because if you stay in that ghetto hood rat neighborhood that you're in, you know, it's going to be problems for your children. When they go to school. So you're trying to get up out the hood. So you and your husband both work. So y'all could get a house in a better neighborhood. Where the taxes are higher. But the schools are better. And then your kid is going to school. Cool. Now your husband cheats on you. Mind you, you've been working with this man. Building with this man. You love this man. And you're cool with this man. Y'all are friends and lovers. But he cheated on you, which happens all the time. Happens every single day. It's happening right now. You're going to just up and leave him and take your kid back to the hood knowing your kid was getting bullied before? You know, this is real stuff. That's really what marriage is like. People can say, oh, don't depend on a man, but what are you going to do? Be like, no, I don't want him paying half the bills. I'd rather I just stay in the hood because this is what I can afford. Or no, I don't want him paying none of the bills. I'm going to pay all the bills and live in a worse area and have my kids going to worse grocery stores. Or have them to buy water because the water in this area is polluted and tainted. But that's all I can afford. No, of course you're going to link up and put your money and his money together to level up or just live off of his money. That's what anybody would do, especially if it's going to put you in a better socioeconomic status. When you're married, your finances do combine, whether you like it or not, because nobody's going to stay in a lesser position just so that they can say they don't depend on a man. And most black people in America especially are not rich most of us ain't even middle class so when you are in a relationship you really do need your partner to step it up and help you financially you you just are going to need that and if you are with somebody who's really about it and really making money it's hard to just up and leave really like physically hard you got to get movers You got to get your money right. You got to get your grind tight. You got to get it all together so that you can really have what you your ducks in a row so you can get your kids up out of there. You got to talk to lawyers to figure out how the custody is going to work. Is he even responsible enough to have the kids two weeks out of the month? Will he even feed the kids nutritious food? Because a lot of men, all they know how to make is burgers. I know my dad, he was he was a burger man. I didn't eat nothing healthy when I was with him. And do you want that with, for your kids? Is he going to take the kids to the doctor's appointments? Is he nurturing enough to even handle having kids? I seen one video with a guy braiding his daughter's hair on the subway. And they was like, well, at least he takes care of his kids. But how do you think his daughter feels, though? Stuff like that a woman wouldn't do, and people wouldn't tolerate that from a woman anyway. But when men do it, they get praised, but the kids are still suffering. What do you do when that's the situation? 
You know what I mean? And it's not even like he's trying to be a bad parent. But a lot of men just don't have the time management skills. I can't tell you how many times I've seen planner videos, organization videos, cooking videos, cleaning videos. How often is it a man? Cooking videos, it could be like 50-50. But with the cleaning and the organization and the baby videos and the planner videos, especially planner videos, women. And that's about getting organized, getting to your appointments on time, doing what you got to do. Even digital planners, a lot of guys are not that good at with them as women are. That's always been considered more women's work, taking the kids to doctor's appointments, taking kids to school orientation, going to parent-teacher conference. A lot of men are not as good at that. So when you get to splitting up, and your kid is with that father half the time, you might be happy that the father's involved, but how involved is he and what is he doing with your children? Are your children even being fed? What are your kids eating? What are they doing? How are they being treated? Not on no abusive stuff, but just is he a nurturing? You know, a lot of women don't want that for their kids. And a lot of women don't want that for themselves. What kind of job are you going to get? What kind of things are you going to do? What kind of neighborhood are you going to live in now? Are you going to go from being middle class to being working class and living in the hood, ducking gunshots? Or are you going to still be middle class, but now you can't go on vacation once a year to visit your family? Or now you can only go on vacation to visit your family, but you can't go on vacation for fun anymore. You know, it's a lot that goes into it that people think about before they just up and leave a guy. Then on top of that, even when a woman doesn't have anything connected to a man, because I've seen it in my own personal life. I used to date a guy older than me. He used to work a lot. He didn't spend enough time with me, in my opinion, at that time. I had a homegirl. I would talk about it. She would say, just leave him. And I'm like, uh, but I'm trying to, you know, build something with him. Just leave him. So I left him. He was getting on my nerves anyway. A month goes by. I'm chilling with her and her boyfriend comes over and he starts flirting with me. And I told her when he came up, when he pulled up, I was like, I'm going to leave because I want to hang out with him. I didn't dislike him, but I just, I didn't want to hang out with my friend's boyfriend. Like, I didn't want to hang out, like, a crew, like, with the three of us. But she did. We was young. We was in our early 20s, you know, so she didn't even know. Like, we was in an innocent mindset back then. But I was just like, no, I'm leaving. She's like, no, stay, stay. Then he starts flirting with me. He tried to whisper in my ear. I was like, I'm going to leave. She was like, you should leave. You know, she was, like, so disappointed. But, like, he was flirting with me, and I know for a fact that he cheated on her. And she still stayed with him. She was still with him. But she was talking all tough, talking about leave, leave, don't worry about it, da-da-da, stand the third. But when it was her turn to leave her dude, she ended up staying with him, getting pregnant by him, being with him for years, still with him to this day. And I'm not mad at her. I never judged her. Well, I just had an issue with the fact that she judged me. She was so quick to tell me to leave a guy because he wasn't treating me right. But when the shoe was on the other foot, she stayed. And I've seen that many times. And I know people who've gotten cheated on. I have uh, one relative who would cheat on his girlfriend all the time. I'm talking, I was a little girl. 
This is like my parents' cousin. I was a little girl. He would always talk about cheating, cheating, cheating. That was his favorite thing to talk about was other women. And his wife would leave the room. He started talking about other women. I was a little kid. He'd do it right in front of me. He'd talk about other women all the time. He was like a horn dog. He didn't care. But she was with him, and they still together to this day. They've been together for years. I never cared about somebody getting cheated on. You know why? Because it's none of my business. I can't stand when people try to act like cheating is rare. Cheating is normal. It happens every day. I'm not saying to put up with it because I never do because I care about my physical health. I don't care about them soul tie myths. I don't care about fairy tales. I'm not talking about no soul ties. I'm talking about STDs. I'm talking about HIV. I'm talking about STIs. I'm talking about chlamydia. I'm talking about syphilis. I'm talking about gonorrhea. I'm talking about mono. I'm talking about Hepatitis C, which, yeah, it's curable, but do you want to be sitting back for seven weeks sick getting cured? It's a lot of hassle. It's a lot of pain. It's a lot of struggle when you have to go through that. I'm talking about herpes one and two. Do you want to deal with that? I don't want to deal with it. So I don't deal with guys who cheat and I don't sleep around. And I try when I do get into a relationship, I practice safe sex. And I get tested, and I expect my partners to get tested because I care about my health. But as far as just cheating, I've been cheated on. Everybody I know has been cheated on, girls and guys. It happens every day. I'm not saying the person you with now might be cheating on you, but the last person you was with most likely did. These things, they happen. And when they happen, you have to decide whether you're going to stay and whether you're going to go. But all this, oh, you look stupid staying with him. You sound stupid judging her. First of all, this is another thing that annoys me. If you have a problem with him cheating, then you need to go and take that over there and take that to him. Don't be on her comments, talking to her, telling her she looks stupid because of something that somebody else did. I will never feel embarrassed or stupid or anything over somebody else's actions. I don't control what the next person does. This is some new culture. I don't remember anybody talking like that in the 90s. Like, I would never feel bad because somebody else cheated on me. I would feel bad. I would never feel, oh my God, I'm humiliated. How am I being He doing the same thing to me that all y'all boyfriends or exes did to you. Cheating is not a rare thing. He did not cannibalize somebody. He's cheated. You know, I could see Portia Williams, you know, her man was, you know, bestiality. That's embarrassing. That's weird. But if he's sleeping with another woman... Come on, every statistic that's been done says most men cheat. Anthropology, psychology, psychiatry, sociology, history, the Bible, the Quran. I mean, what what evidence does anybody have that most men don't cheat? Because every bit of evidence I've ever seen in my life says most men do cheat. I didn't say all, but most. I mean, look, I dated a guy for a year and didn't even know it because he never even tried to hold my hand or kiss me. He would just ask me to hang out all the time and pay for everything. 
I thought he was just a nice and generous friend. I didn't know he was dating me. You never kiss me. You never hold my hand. The most you do is hold my forearm and all we do is talk. You want to pay to take me out? You can. I didn't think he was, you know, dating me. But to him, he felt he was. I guess he was an asexual or something. I don't know. So I know some guys, they, they won't cheat because they don't even have the libido, you know. So I'm not saying all guys cheat because they don't all cheat. But enough of them cheat that it shouldn't be shocking if you get cheated on. It shouldn't be. It is what it is. I don't understand why women act like cheating is an anomaly. It is not. If you get cheated on, cry, be sad, but don't sit back and act like, oh, there must be something wrong with me. Oh, my God, I need to change. He's just doing what men do. You have two choices, either stay or go. Simple. It's not anything that you need to feel like inadequate about. You're, all these women saying you're with him, you're stupid. So only people with low IQs get cheated on? Because I could have sworn the CEO of Amazon cheated on his wife and left her or she left him or whatever. They're both geniuses. They both helped to start Amazon. She was his first employee and helped to build Amazon with him. These are two very smart people. This is not a dumb bitch. (laughs) This is a very intelligent woman. Very intelligent woman. But she got cheated on. So... What? What's the big deal? She chose to leave, but you don't know how many times he cheated before she chose to leave him. These things happen every day people get cheated on. Every single day people get cheated on. Every single day. And we don't, you know, I see these people saying, in the Bible it says you can leave for adultery. In the Bible it also was showing people get, back then people was getting stoned. People were getting sold into slavery. People were getting castrated. People were going to jail. There were serious consequences when you cheated. It wasn't just, oh, you cheated so you get divorced. You you cheated and you can get stoned to death too. Men too, not only the women. Even in other countries, you look at a place like, I think it was either Afghanistan or Pakistan or something. One of those countries in the Middle East or a few of them. Where if a man cheats, I'm not talking about the women. We already know the women get treated very strict. But even the men, if a man cheats on his wife and he's not married to the other woman, he's just, you know, he's not, it's not even a brothel type of thing. But he just wants to be a baby daddy and have a bunch of kids with different women or have full-on committed relationships with women and he's not married to them, but he has a wife. That is not allowed. They can go to prison for that. I've seen a documentary with with couples where they have kids together, but they have kids at a wedlock, and they the system will throw them right in jail, and then once they get married, they can get out. I've seen, I even saw one where they got married and they still couldn't get out because the whole thing was, well, you should have got married before you had the baby, and they had the husband in the men's jail, and they had the wife and the baby in another jail. And I think a part of it was the family didn't arrange it, and the family didn't get money for it. So they probably put extra time on it because of that. And I saw another um, couple where as soon as they got married, they got out. But the family didn't like the wife. So the the wife's family was like, she's going to be basically their slave. 
and we didn't even get paid. You know, there was real he did. But, um, yeah, in the Middle East, they do that. You know, there's conservative places where, yeah, if a man cheats on you, you can leave him. But if that man cheats on you, you're going to deal with some serious consequences for his actions. We don't live in that type of a society. We live in a culture as black Americans specifically, where if a man cheats on you, you get called stupid. You get told you should be embarrassed. You get told you should leave him. And then you get told you can't date right afterwards. You have to stay single because if you date too soon, you're a pass around. But he can date. He can keep sleeping with a lot of different women. So long as he takes care of his kids part time and half you know, way, do a bull crappy halfway job. He's a good man. And as long as he gives a little bit of money whenever he feels like it, he's a good man. As long as he's still tall, tall, dark, and handsome, he can marry another woman as fast as he wants. And if you're upset about it, well, then you're just bitter. And if he treats her good, good for that woman. If he treats her bad, bad, oh, well, Try, try, try again until you succeed. The worst that's going to happen, he's going to get called Community D, but women are still going to love and respect him, and if anything happens to him, they're still going to defend him. While you're still being told you need to be by yourself and just pray about it. Because if you're with so many people, you're getting soul ties, and you're a pass around, and you're bitter, and you're a hoe, and and a thought, and all this other stuff. So what reason does he have to not cheat on you when the only person who's going to suffer if he cheats is you? He's not going to suffer. He's expected to cheat. In fact, if he didn't cheat on you, he'd be a simp. He's encouraged to cheat. How many black men hate Russell Wilson because he doesn't cheat? Most. So it's a culture where... Up is down, left is right, right is wrong, wrong is right. But you expect for these men to do so many good things and treat women, black women specifically, who they get ragged on the most, discouraged the most from being with, ragged on the most if they are with, and told that if they don't disrespect you, then something's wrong with them. They're a simp if they don't disrespect you. Why would they treat black women well? It makes no sense. Of course, they're going to cheat and be abusive. That's the culture that we have. It cultivates that kind of mentality, number one. And number two, even if it's not the culture, even if it's just his choice, because I don't believe with Derek Jackson it was the culture, because he knows everything that he's doing is wrong, and he said it in his videos for years, but he still does it anyway. Um, That's just who he is. And you know what? It is what it is, but that's her husband. That's her mess. That's her problem. And if she wants to go to church and pray about it, she can do that. If she wants to go to therapy and try to heal, she can do that. If she wants to leave him, then she can do that. If she wants to stay, she can also do that. It does not make her smart. It does not make her dumb. It does not make her good. It does not make her bad. What it makes her is a person who's experienced trauma within her relationship because cheating is traumatic. It makes her the victim and it makes it up to her to decide how she wants to handle it. This is her life and she lives with every decision that she makes. You or I and nobody else deals with the consequences of her choices and her actions. She deals with that and she deals with that alone between her and God. That's it. 
So she has to do what she thinks is best for her. And other people throwing stones and, you know, it's like the saying, he who is without sin may cast the first stone, like Jesus said. How are you, not to be all like preachy, but I'm just saying that was some real, <laughs> those were some bars, like Jesus was really spitting, like, <laughs> like it's true. Like how are you going to be casting stones when you sin too? How are you going to judge her when you go through it too? Even if your man's not cheating on you, is he hitting you? Even if he's not hitting you, does he talk down to you? Does he defend you in public or does he leave you by yourself to do it on your own? Is he riding? Does he have your back? If he's not perfect, then you don't need to be even thinking about what the next woman is going through in her relationship. And this is not even a famous woman. This woman was just a private citizen a week ago. So you're going to just, now that you found out who she is, rag on her like she's just like a big time celebrity with millions of dollars Come on, she's just a regular person. She walks and talks and goes to the grocery store just like all the rest of us. This is not some rich woman who has an entourage. So all that, oh, you look dumb. Oh, yeah, dude, he's cheating on you. He's doing this, that, and the third. You sound dumb. How are you going to say these things to a person when it's their relationship? They're a couple. They're together. She's riding with him. And if that's what she wants to do at this time, that is her choice. That is her business. It's nobody else's place to try and tell the next woman what to do in her relationship. That's one thing I've never done. Don't get me wrong. I laugh at women when they get cheated on when I don't like them. (laughs) Just like the next person. But I'm not going to leave negative comments on their social media. I'm not going to tell them that they need to leave their man. You know, let them say something slick or else out of their mouth to me. I'm going to remind them that they may as a cheater. But that's about it. <laughs> but in the end, I don't really care because it's none of my business. I'm not sleeping with them. She is. That's her problem. And I think people need to think like that. Like, don't be judging the next woman for getting cheated on. You are still alive. And if you're still in a relationship, that means your man still has time to cheat on you. So while you pointing one finger at her, you got three pointing right back at you. So remember that, like, people need to really chill with with the judgment and like the victim blaming. It's a real victim blaming type culture altogether. And I feel like in some ways it's getting better. Like, I don't hear people saying, oh, she's fresh, she's fast. Uh, She's these kids is bad as much as I used to. But I'm still hearing you look stupid and you're embarrassed. And, you know, it's still like a lot of victim blamey type of stuff, especially when it comes to the females in our community. And I think that that's a part of the culture that really needs to change because it's, it's not only is it toxic, it's just also very unrealistic. And that's the bigger issue. It's not realistic and it's really not healthy. So thank you for listening to my commentary. Later.